Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, I'm Helen, owner of Helen's Wines in Los Angeles. It's the Gem Box Wine Shops located in the back of John and Finney's. We have two locations, one on Fairfax, one in Brentwood. It's a thing, but this is my podcast, Wine Face, bringing you all the wine education, the who's who in the wine world, the why you should drink, the wine that I'm telling you to drink, because it's so important. I'm back for a March Madness Spring Forward special edition bonus episode, teasing you with the fact that my season is about to relaunch. So today on Wine Face, we are talking about spring break wines. Hey, spring break. Whether you're in the mountains, at the beach, staycationing, I got you hooked up and live. But I'm coming back full-time for my new season of Wine Face starting April 11th with Dear Media. I couldn't be more excited. So check it out, Spring Break Wines. Tune back in April 11th when all my new episodes are going to stop dropping like they're hot. Boots with the fur. It's going to be so good. Check it out. It's March. And what better topic to talk about in this March Madness? Okay, I'm not a big basketball fan, but in this March Madness zone, then spring break. Woo! Okay, I have not been on spring break. I don't have kids yet, so I have not been on spring break in many years. But there is definitely some spring break wine that is a brewing. And I do have a lot of people coming to the shop and they're like, I'm going on spring break. What should I bring? I'm going on spring break here. What do I drink? What do I pair? So today we are breaking down spring break scenarios and the wines to pair with them. We got a whole bunch of different situaciones for you. If you're skiing, if you're going tropical, if you're staycationing, if you're road tripping, I think I kind of hit them all the most common spring break scenarios, but if I miss something, DM me and I'll send you some tips. So let's start with skiing. I love skiing. My parents took us skiing Once we started asking, hey, can we learn how to downhill ski? And my parents were fortunate enough to be able to take us. We would go to Canada, to this area outside of of Montreal called Tremblant. And I remember staying in little pastel colored cottages and everything was delicious. And we learned how to 
you know, snowplow, the little triangle skis together was awesome. But we were not pairing wine back then. But if you're skiing, so let's say maybe you're going to Aspen or you're going to Vail or you're going to Mammoth. What up, California? My top choice pairing wine while you're skiing is a sparkling wine that's made in like a pet nat style or a frisant style. Uh, the wine is 2017 Sauro Mall, the S-Gas, that's what it's called, and it's spelled S-G-A-S-S, S-Gas, and it's from the Veneto in Italy. It's made from mostly Garganaga with a little Dorella. I'm going to break down what all of that means, but First of all, the S-gas is either the gas you need to put in your tank when you're at lunch on the mountain, or the S-gas is what you need to refuel once you've run out of gas because your little hot buns were skiing all over the mountain all day. The S-gas is your friend. One thing I will say is be careful not to drink too much and ski, okay? P-S-A. Because you could have one glass at lunch, but like, let's not have a whole bottle, Okay. The thing I really love about this wine is it's low alcohol. And a lot of times when you're at a higher elevation, alcohol affects you a lot differently than let's say if you're in New York or Los Angeles or wherever you live, Michigan, maybe Ohio, the lower, like closer to sea level elevation. Uh, you could have two glasses of wine and be like, I feel pretty, but you're up on the mountain. You're thousands of feet higher in elevation. You have one glass and you're like, oh shit, where's the floor? It's, there's a lot of different reasons, but mostly it's that the oxygen is a little bit thinner and your body is not regulating the amount of alcohol oxygen intake, I think, in the same scenario. So let me tell you about Sauro Mall and the S-Gas. This dude started as a cattle farmer in the Veneto, and the Veneto is a region that's in north eastern, like the northeastern part of Italy. It's north of Bologna. So if you want to get a want to go there and you want to go a little south, have some pasta in Bologna, you go there. But the Veneto is north. If you kept going east, you'd eventually hit Croatia. So it's kind of in that little nook of the woods. Um, so he started as a cattle farmer. Now he's here. He was farming cattle at his dad's farm, Il Cavallino, and his cousin is a super famous winemaker in the area, Angelina Mali. And he was like, yo, let me secretly start telling you how to make the dopest wine in all the land. And eventually he switched cattle for vines after his cousin took him under his wings and started making what is now considered some of the best white wine in the region. His vineyards are planted on volcanic soils, y'all. I'm trying to use the proverb y'all more. I was in San Francisco the other day and they were like, it's no more he or she or guys or hey girls, it's y'all. So volcanic soils, y'all. <laughs> and what does all this create when you plant Garganiga and Jarella in these volcanic soils in the Veneto, a cooler region farther up north? You get a creamy lemon, poppy, seedy, sparkling Oh, like lemon meringue pie, pétillant, natural, well, in Italy you would say frisant. You pop this open, chill it down. It's lightly bubbling in a glass, low in alcohol. It's incredibly refreshing, not too much sugar. It's the perfect thing to like drink a glass of and then drink two glasses of water, right? Because remember, you're at higher elevation. You need to hydrate. 
toughest thing I think about being at a ski resort is there is a limited number of places that have a good selection of wine. So if you were going to get the S-Gas, I would say you need to buy the S-Gas and check it in your bag and bring it to the mountain with you because I don't think there's any place in any ski town that I've ever been to or that I know of that would sell a wine like this. How to order a wine at like a ski chateau? Well, if you're in Europe, there's a lot more. Like Austria is supposed to have some of the most bomb.com wine lists on the mountain. But if you're in the United States or even in Canada, I think it's a little more like Tap the Rockies, Coors Light vibes, and then some more generic mass-produced wines. Not trying to be a hater, but you might need to bring in your own supply, BYOB, if you know what I mean. Now, if you want to stay away from the wine tip and you want to keep it a little more chill, and maybe this is more for the apre ski zone, maybe it's post-hot tub leg warmer time, hot toddies are a thing, okay? And hot toddies are super easy to make. I'm going to give you the recipe right now on the air. You get a bourbon or a scotch or an Irish whiskey, anything in that world. You measure out two ounces, you add super hot boiling water, then you add one ounce of fresh squeezed lemon juice. Really important, it's fresh squeezed. Do not go and buy that little lemon shaped thing that says like quote unquote lemon juice because that's pasteurized and tastes absolutely gnarly. And then you want to add one ounce of honey. You stir it all together and it's absolute heaven. It's the best thing to kind of soothe your little achy bones because you were shredding on the slopes all day. Also, if you're going to be BYOBing to your little ski spring break, après ski, cooking dinner, it's nice to have a delicious awesome red wine. Usually I like to go in the Italian family as a recommendation because you're probably going to be carbo-loading on those pastas just to get ready for the slopes tomorrow. <laughs> so if you're skiing in 2019, Salomal's S-Gas is going to give you the sass you need to look cute in your little snowsuit. Now, if you're going to go tropical like I am, I am going to Hawaii for the very first time. And you know what I'm going to pack in my bag? That's right. I'm going to pack some Martha Stuman Negro Maro Rosé. We're keeping it domestic. I feel like when you're at the beach or you're watching the sunset and maybe you're about to pick up a delicious bite of seafood, there is nothing better than a darkly hued, fuller bodied rosé. It sort of sets the tone of like, it's chilled, it's cold, but also I'm light and I'm free and my hair has salt in it and I'm wearing a dope little tropical dress. Other thing about Martha Stuman and why it's super cool to support her wines for your tropical spring break is there was a lot of insane flooding in the Russian River, Sebastopol area last two weeks, like insane, devastating flooding. And her winery was completely flooded. They have a GoFundMe page. If you want more information about it, DM me. I donated. You should donate too. We got to support our California small production winemakers because a setback like this can really, you know, take them down. So they have a $60,000 goal. Sorry to get all soapboxy for the moment, but that is another reason why you should bring the Martha Stuman Rosé on your tropical vacation like you under an umbrella. Because listen, Wear SPF, guys, or sit on an umbrella. There's a palm tree. There's tropical waters. And you look to your right. There's a dope book. And then there's like an icy glass of Martha Stuman Negramaro Rosé. She makes her wine. Um, the vines are in Mendocino. 
She only does sustainable dry farming. It's absolutely insanely good. And I've talked about her wines before on this podcast. Negramaro is a varietal that originated in Italy and most typically makes more structured, kind of raw, rugged red wines. This is such a pretty, pure, beautiful extraction with notes of rose and cranberry and even some like brambleberry, which is a made-up berry, but it's kind of when you want to have the vibe of a raspberry, but you're brambling through a thicket. Uh, yes, <laughs> that, was, that was quite the experience. I feel like I am in that thicket. Here's a really important pairing for your spring break. If you're staycationing, staycationing is the best. I love it. Sometimes I wake up and I fantasize about, am I on, can I take a staycation today? And usually the answer is no, because you know what? The hustle is real. But if you're trying to save money or you just don't want to get on an airplane or into a car, I love a good staycation. And my pairing for a staycation, especially because I'm living in Los Angeles, is to celebrate one of the amazing winemakers who's making wine in this lovely state of ours. Um, There's a woman named Megan Bell, and she's living and working in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and her winery is called Margins Wine. This wine specifically I'm calling out is her Mavedra, and it's made in the Santa Clara Valley. She started Margins Wines through crowdfunding, which I think is so amazing, and her whole mission was like, I want to start a winery that is focused on sustainable farming, and I want to be able to highlight grape varietals that are often left out in the margins, but that thrive in California. So Mavedra is a perfect example of a grape that expresses itself so uniquely and so beautifully in the state of California, and it's very underrepresented um, to this day. So that's how Margins Winery came to be. Uh, She has amazing soil structure in the vineyards in the Santa Clara Valley. That's her appellation that she's in. And it's soils of alluvial like loam and sand. What this creates is sometimes Mouvedra in California can come out a little bit like candy, I think, uh, if you let it ripen too long. But the soils and how elevated her vineyards are and her vinification technique You put your nose into this glass of Mouvedra and you kind of get a little candy on the nose. You're like, ooh, okay, wait, is that a blow pop? But then it sort of moves past that and bursts into small little bundles of dollhouse berries. It's beautiful, pure, it has a juiciness, and it's the kind of perfect wine to take with you when you're staycationing on all of your different food adventures, which should be a thing that happens every single day. So... One adventure that you might want to take this little wine on is to go try some dope-ass Vietnamese restaurant. It would also go really well with slightly spicier Indian food. There is this Indian restaurant that I've been eyeing in Artesia. So if I get a moment to staycation in March, you know what I'm going to be doing. So it's this place called Udupi Palace. I've never been there, but they make dosas, which is like a South Indian, very thin crepe pancake that's filled with like a spiced masala potato. Oh my God, they look insane. They're also like three feet long of like crispy, crunchy dosa. Google dosa, D-O-S-A. If you don't know what I'm talking about, your mouth will start to water. But with those notes of like marsala and cumin and spice and cardamom with a juicy kind of slightly chilled mavedra, staycation dreams come true. So margins, check it out. Yes, staycationing is the best. Now, 
Last but not least, if you're road tripping. You might be road tripping to Joshua Tree. You might be road tripping to go see that super bloom. You might be road tripping to Vegas. The one thing I will say is this, this is not about drinking and driving, but this is about if you have a car, why not bring some supplies with you? It's also not too hot out, so you don't need to worry unless you're in like a hot state. But let's say you're in California because that's where we are. You don't want to leave the wine in the car if the car temperature is going to exceed 77 degrees, because then that could really mess with the wines that I'm going to recommend. Other big thing for road tripping, I would stay away from bringing a sparkling wine. I mean, you could, but there's a lot of jostling and it might get explosive. Right now, I'm super obsessed with this wine from Spain. Uh, it's really delicious. It's actually in the wine club this month, helenswines.com. Club, if you want more information, we can ship everywhere in California. Hot tip. So it's La Figuera's Garnacha Fina. Garnacha Fina is the grape, and it's very similar to Grenache, and it's from an area, the quadrant of Spain, called Catalonia or Catalonia. And that is the, if you cut Spain into four, into quarters, it would be the northeast corner of Spain where Barcelona is. So you get your paellón, girls and boys, y'all. Um, so this Garnacha Fina is super, super special because it's from vineyards that are in an area called Monsant. And Monsant is actually on a mountain. And it's this collective of friends who are growing Garnacha Fina and vinifying the wine in Monsant, which is pretty much deserted. There's not that many people that live there. They're making this beautiful, beautiful red wine that is light and concentrated all at the same time. It has a ability to go with so many different foods. It would also be delicious by a campfire. It would be really good in a motel room out of plastic cups. It just has all this versatility to it, and it's not that expensive. So the biggest thing about road tripping wine is, you know, don't bring your finest stash. Bring what's like kind of cheap, cheerful, and casual because you just want to be able to open the bottles without abandon and have a really good time. Again, not while you're driving, not before you're driving. Please, once you're not driving, at all. Okay, PSA. I know it was about skiing and now it's about driving, but listen, those are my pairings for spring break. I know. I just keep saying it like James Franco in that movie, which was like absolutely terrifying. Um, I got another addition because you might be going on spring break, think about what wine you're going to bring. Set the vibe, okay? It just creates such a better vibe when you have delicious wine that's made really, really well pairing with your experience. But I got a wine of the week on top of this. It came in this month, and it's probably going to sell out in the next two weeks. But it's made by Ampelea. It's an orange wine from Tuscany. It's called the Bianco di Ampelea. And it oh, it's from this one part of Tuscany called Maremma. It's skin contact, Trebbiano mostly. But then there's like some random vines that are interplanted with the Trebbiano, so everything gets vinified together. What that basically means is if you're looking out in a vineyard, usually vineyards are all homogenous. It's always like this is, or the vineyard rows, like this is a row of Chardonnay and this is a row of Cabernet. So in Maremma at Ampelea, it would be like, these are the Trebbiano vines. But part of the tradition in this little town specifically is that the, they have like a random vine of Malvasia that's in between two Trebbiano plants. This is not 
the rule for Tuscany or winemaking in general. This is definitely an exception, but it adds such a cool structure and flavor to the wine, super salty with that nice cat tongue texture that a orange wine can give you. Um, definitely wine of the week for show, and it's super affordable. I think it's like $24, $26 retail. Heaven on earth pairs with everything. It's definitely a spring break wine, and it's my wine of the week. I'd love to hear from you what your best vacation pairings are. When you're on your spring break, tag me in a photo. Hashtag wineface at Helen's Wines. This is my best vacation pairing. Maybe it's sleeping in and waking up and having pet nap for breakfast. <laughs> Maybe it's naps in the beach. I don't know. Your vacation pairings are your business, but I would love to hear about them. This was the breakdown on spring break adventure pairings. I hope you get out there and do something nice with your loved ones by yourself. There's no shame in spring breaking solo, folks. It's awesome. I've done it before in the past. Or with your family. I just want to encourage everyone to be safe and have a happy and healthy spring break. This is Wine Face, my podcast that's breaking down wine, dropping a little knowledge, bringing you into my world and creating a bigger wine community that's more digestible, open and awesome. 100%. There's no snobbery here. We're just trying to be nice. Visit me at Helen's Wines, at Helen's Wines on Instagram. DM me if there's anything that you want to hear about, any wine that you want me to break down, any guests that you would love to have on this podcast. I want to know. And please subscribe to my podcast. You can go to Apple. They have my podcast all the time. I'm super happy to be back. Would love you to rate and review. Let me know how I'm doing. This is Wine Face, and I'm out.